You can't trust these people out in these streets. These people are liars. <laughs> they will fully lie to your face. Like, it's crazy to me that he fully just lied. Like, lied. And he didn't have to. He could have done anything else. But he decided to just lie. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Welcome to Bitch Witch, a New York-based dating podcast where I, your host Mitchie, and my guests explore the complicated, fun, magical, and sometimes just downright fucked aspects of dating in New York City. Joining us for today's episode is actress, comedian, and filmmaker, Aubrey Bercy, co-founder of Arai Productions. Well, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast, Aubrey. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. So if you were to describe your dating experiences in New York, what words would you use to describe them? Oof. I would use, <laughs> oh my gosh, the only word that's coming to my mind is mind boggling. I guess that's two <laughs> words, <laughs> but truly the, I don't know, these people, they can be scary. They can be crazy. They could be enlightening. I don't know. It's really, it's really interesting. I learned something from all of them, at least. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you learned something from those experiences. Would you say that overall, most of your dating experiences have been positive? Yeah, I would say they've been pretty positive. I would say, like, they've been, like, fun. They've been funny. I I remember, like, I dated this guy, and, like, before we hooked up, he pulled down his pants, and he was wearing Mickey Mouse underwear, and I was like, this is hilarious. I don't know. Like, it's just Disney been weird. Adult? Like, it's just, what you say? Oh, a Disney adult? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> no. Or he just, like, is wearing the same, like, boxers that he's had for a long time. Or his mother still dresses him. All red flags. All, <laughs> all not great. All not great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Well, outside of the possible Disney adult interaction that you had, what would you say is one of your worst dating experiences in New York City? Okay. So I was dating this guy. We just met like at a comedy show, I'm pretty sure. I was performing. He was also performing. And... I thought he was cute, very much so. Like, I thought he was very handsome. And, like, we just started talking, like, a little bit. Like, he was the kind of guy that, like, he knew all the other comedians in the bar. So, like, he was talking to everyone. He was being very, like, charming and, like, like, funny. And I really liked that. Um, Because, like, especially at the time, like, I didn't know that many comedians. I was, like, fresh on the scene and just trying to find my footing and my bearings. And so, like, obviously, I was very attracted to that kind of energy. 
Yeah. And I remember we exchanged phone numbers and stuff, which I really liked because I was like, oh, I don't want to like DM this guy. Like I want to like talk to him. So we exchanged phone numbers and he invites me out on a date. Okay. And I was like, okay, it's cute. <laughs> like I'm feeling it. Comes to pick me up in a car. I was like, damn, he's got a car in New York. Like that's so random, but he, I'm here for it. I'll get in this car. I get in the car and we go to like a spot on Riverside and he shows me like this part in the park where it's like to just sit and chill by the water and we're just talking and like he's telling me about his family, about like his father and his sister and I start to be a little more vulnerable, tell him about me, my life, my family and we just hit it off and we kissed, I'm pretty sure, like, on that date. But that was, like, all that happened. It was really cute, like, really sweet by the water. Very, Very wholesome. Beautiful. Very wholesome. Like, like this would have been a Disney Channel episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this would have been the season finale. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's going, so, it's going good so far. It, it was going well. It was going really great. And then he takes me back like to my apartment we say goodnight and yeah like we're, we're just like texting like being giddy like you know like oh I just met this guy like I'm so like excited to keep talking to him and all this stuff whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so like we start dating more and more like we're seeing each other to the point where we're like starting to become more of a thing people kind of like are like expecting to see us together kind of thing Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember one day before, like right before an open mic at like one of my favorite places that I love to do, like to just like work on new material and stuff. He like pulls me aside and he's like, I think we should spend some time apart. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like why? Like, <laughs> I'm confused. Like what, what's the issue here? And he was basically like, you know, well, you know, we're both young and like I'm focusing on my career and things and like as a comedian, like, and I know you are too. So like, I don't want to impede you on like anything that you might want to do or might want to say. And I was just like, how do you know what I want to do or what I want to say? And like, how does that have to do with us being together at all? Like, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, because we're also in the same industry and also right I'm not stopping like me hanging out with you isn't doing anything to stop your career um how right. how long um into this now are we so I think it's been almost two months now like okay, so two months in. yeah so it's yeah so it's not like crazy like whatever but like we had been seeing each other like during this time my my grandmother had also passed so like it was just I don't know it was like a very interesting time in my life for me and then I was also feeling like very connected to this person Mm -hmm. and I I don't know like there was just so many things happening that I I guess maybe I I felt too connected to this person and not Mm -hmm. seeing like the signs of like beware Um, Mm -hmm. because yeah, so he 
he tells me all of these bullshit reasons of why we shouldn't be together. And he was just like, I don't want it to be weird. Like if we're not together, like if, if you go into like a room to do stand up and you see me, like, I don't want things to be weird. And I'm just like, why do you think like you will affect me in any way in terms of how I perform the frequency in which I perform where I choose or decide to perform? Like, how do you think you have that much mm-hmm. <laughs> like weight and bearing on my life so it's yeah. the ego on this guy <laughs> but also it's it's weird because it's like you're the one like you don't want to make it awkward like you how do I put this it's weird because he was the one to preface this break with I don't want this to get in the way of our careers but then by which is a bullshit excuse, first and foremost, and just like weird super and bullshit, super bullshit. But also, it's like you're the one that make that's making it weird because you're breaking up with me for no reason, and we work in the same industry, right? If you just want to break up with me, just say that. Yeah, just say that. Just say I'm not gonna fight you, <laughs> but just like say it. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and. And, like, he did this, like I said, literally right before an open mic, right before I'm supposed to, like, go on stage and, like, try something new or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I'm feeling shaky, which sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. But I go in there, I do my thing. Um, Probably was, like, not the best performance because of what just transpired, like, 20 minutes beforehand. But whatever and it it upset me because I'm just like oh I don't want him to feel like he he wins you know what I mean he got to me right I hate that um but at the time I was hosting a podcast about anime and my co-host at the time she was also a new like comedian on the scene she actually had become friends with this like um New York female New York comedian who was really dope. I'm not going to say her name, but she's really dope. And turns out like she knows the guy that I was seeing. And so, yeah. And so they're like talking more about it, like to each other. I'm like starting to hear more just like small things from my co-host about it. And I'm like, why is this? Like, why are you even talking about it? Like, I didn't even know that anyone would be talking about it because it's not really important, you know? Um, or, or so you thought. Exactly. Or so I thought. And so one day, like, we're all, like, hanging out, um, me, my co-host, and this other female comedian that she's become friends with. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had a great time, honestly. And I remember... The guy, like, the guy who <laughs> broke up with me, he joined us because, like I said, he's a comedian. We're all comedians, so we're going to, like, different venues and, like, trying to do comedy at different spots during the night, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, they're friends with him, so I'm not going to be weird about it. I'm not really going to, like, bring it up or mention anything. Yeah. I go home that night, and I get a call from May, who is my co-host or was my co-host and 
she's like, again, asking me questions about this whole situation. And I'm just like, why, why are we bringing this up? All this stuff. Little do I know she has this other person on the other line listening to our conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not the guy who had broken up with me, the other female comedian. So she put you on a three-way without you knowing. Right. Oh, this is very early 2000s. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just like, what are we doing? So then we get off the phone. I get a call from a number that I don't have because I don't know this girl. And she calls me asking me about him. And I'm just like, like, what's going on here? Like, are you seeing him now? Like, do you just want like, questions about like what he's like or like answers about what he's like or like what is going on and she basically tells me like she is seeing him and she has been seeing him for like the past six months no (laughs) oh my god so he had a girlfriend oh he had a girlfriend the entire time I find out that the car that he picked me up with to go on the date was her car, his girlfriend's car. Then, then we we're like talking and we figure out, oh yeah, the reason why he broke up with me is because, like I said, we're all comedians. So like us going to shows together or doing like comedy shows together, like is not a great idea because eventually all three of us are going to bump into each other. It's oh, not that big of a scene. <laughs> Oh my, I can't believe he, that's fucking crazy. He picked you up in her car. In her car. They are audacious. They are audacious. <laughs> but you knew from the jump, it was like a bullshit, it was a bullshit reason. And right. it, it was about work, but right. not in the way that you expected. No, no. More like, I don't want to get caught while I'm at work. <laughs> Not him fraternizing with his coworkers. I know. Oh, and I, I just like, I had felt so bad, like just for the whole situation. Cause I was like, damn, like I like, regardless of how it ended, like I had really enjoyed our time that we spent together. I really liked him. And like I said, I was like going through things at that time. And I felt like, like, he was helping me with that a little bit at, at that time. Yeah. And now I'm just like, this is, you can't trust these people on these streets. These people are liars. <laughs> they will fully lie to your face. Like, it's crazy to me that he fully just lied, like lied. And he didn't have to, he could have done anything else, but he decided to just lie. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I mean, that's like, yeah he lied well not only did he lie he was already in a full like full-time committed relationship and it's also sucks because you realized that you weren't you were the other woman and that wasn't even yeah. something that you consented to like it's not like you right. actively were participating like you actively knew that you were the other woman or that he was already in a committed relationship because you hadn't met his partner at that time you didn't know her, right. know of her existence. Right. 
Okay. So then after, so then what happens? Like, does she break up with him? I think, no, they definitely did break up. They got back together, but then at least from what I heard, cause I'm not close to her. We didn't become buddy, buddy after that, unfortunately, <laughs> but at least from what I heard, uh, apparently she had caught him doing this again with another person and then that ultimately like was the end of their relationship yeah which is crazy but like what's so annoying about this is like he's such just like a piece of shit person and like I know that he's doing pretty well like as a comedian and like like I've seen him like do some like buzzfeed things and things like that like work as a writer on some things like and I'm like oh that's that's shitty because he just he does suck and it's like not even just like with women that he's seeing but like even when we were dating I remember doing a show and afterwards being like oh yeah like like let's hang out with the comedians like let's get to know people and he's like oh yeah like we have to do that because that's a part of the business like he sees everyone as like something that's very transactional to him Mm. and it just sucks to know that there are people like who are like that in every aspect in every kind of like relationship situation like friendships whatever and like they're doing so well and people think so highly of them even though they're shitty and don't really care about the people who are in their lives yeah (laughs) I think it's really fascinating when we realize that people who are doing well in our industry are not necessarily good people because New York is Mm -hmm. such a career driven city in a way that Mm -hmm. I haven't seen in a lot of other cities. I mean, I, I believe that people in LA also are career driven, but it's not with the same hustle or drive mentality that like occurs in New York city. And so when you do meet people or like network and you and you respect their craft and their skill, it it sours your image of them when you really find out who they truly are as a person. And what sucks even more is that people may never um, truly find out what they're like. Yeah. It's just something that like you unfortunately have to live with. Yeah. yeah, I've heard also um, through other podcasts and stuff, um, <laughs> a lot of female comedians not recommending dating um, male comedians. They're like, I'm a comedian, and I wouldn't even um, date another comedian. And I wonder if that, I guess that trope might be true in a lot of scenarios. I think it's super true. I think a lot of male comedians or just not even just male comedians, all comedians in general. Like, if you are saying that you can go on a stage and make people laugh, you probably have a little bit of an ego, you know what I mean? And I think sometimes, unfortunately, like, when you do get a lot of laughs and, like, it it can, like, help to build, like, this, like, ego kind of driven person, which sucks because I feel like that was kind of, like, his his like reality and like just like how he even you know like interacted with other people so I feel like that's a big thing with comedians 
but I say that all to, to say that there are also exceptions to that because I, so before I dated that guy, I was like, I would never date a comedian. And then now I'm like dating and living with a comedian, but like <laughs> <laughs> it worked out in that sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there are exceptions. I, I, and I've met your partner and I think they're another lovely person. What advice would you give to people who have been scorned or scarred by the relationships that they've fostered within their own careers or within their own community? And what is a positive takeaway from dating in New York City that you have had? Oh, I like that. I would say... Take your time to grieve and like mourn the relationship as much time as you need. I think that is so important. Find a friend, find someone that you can talk to, to just like unload this like information. Because I know that every time that I've experienced like a breakup or just like just woes about my dating life, like I just need to talk about it not necessarily get anything like an answer or a solution, but just like let it go and like find someone you trust who you can just be like, I'm sorry, I keep bringing this up, but I just need to like say it so it can get out of my brain. And your feelings are so valid and you need to remember that because all of these feelings are going to make you feel like you're going crazy sometimes but that's okay. And just like experience it. And like I said, I feel like I've learned so much from dating that like even the crazy things that have happened, I'm like, okay, at least that's like another thing that I can like catalog in my book that like, I know how to deal with this situation, or I know that I can get through a situation like this. So I feel like that's my positive takeaway from like dating in New York and yeah, just like living and experiencing life. Like there are so many different characters and different types of people that you're going to meet. And I think it's, it's important to, to like let those experiences happen how they're supposed to happen. Not to say that anybody should get played out here, but I'm just saying, if you do, write about it. I don't know. Just, you know, learn something from it. (laughs) Yeah. Express, um, don't bottle up any negative emotions that you may or may not have about your dating experiences because those emotions are valid too. Yes. Super valid. Super valid. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you so much, Albert, for, um, coming on today's podcast and I'll link in the um, outro all the places that people can follow you and your company thank you so much I love it (laughs) bye If you'd like to keep up with Auburth online, you can follow her on Instagram and on TikTok under Auburth Bercy, or you can also check out her production company that is linked in her Instagram, Arrive Productions. 
to keep up with the latest episodes or just to reach out to us and let us know what you'd like to hear more of, you can always follow us online on Instagram and on TikTok at Bitchwick Podcast. And for all sponsorship inquiries, please reach out to bwpodcastnyc at gmail.com. Goodbye.